Hello everyone, welcome to RLCC Radio, where you can grow in your faith together with others by listening to our daily devotionals, sermons, and other audio broadcasts. Feel free to share this tool with others. Also, join us every day as we explore God's truth together. Let's dive in. Good morning sa inyong lahat. It was the usual uh, complaint no, na narinig ko when I was counseling a couple. Uh, sabi ng lalaki, frustrated na ako. Talagang uh, parang gusto ko na mag-give up. So I asked him, no? sabi, niya, sabi ko sa kanya, ano ba ang problema? Ano ba nangyayari? Well, sabi niya, well, here's the problem, no? Minsan hindi ko alam ko ano ang gusto ng wife ko. You know? uh, minsan, tahimik lang siya, nagpaparamdam, pero pag tinanong mo, ano ba yung problema, ayun yung sabihin no? kung ano yung problema. No? And so, typically, ito yung like ko naririnig sa mga kalalakihan, frustrated sila. Because, minsan, parang ina-expect nila na sabihin na ng kanilang mga misis kung ano man yung uh, issue o concern. An open door po is an opportunity from God that we must test or discern. That is the nature of an open door. It is not simply an opportunity that we must grab the moment we see it. Uh, instead, we must take the time to pray and seek guidance from the Lord. Kailangan po tayong manalangin. Hindi lahat ng uh, parang open door, quote-unquote, ay dapat nating sunggaban. And it's not an easy task, you know. Uh, we can make mistakes along the way. The choices are not always clear. Pag may open door, di natin alam kung ito ba ay will ni Lord or what, no? Uh, dapat bang pasukin ko to o hindi muna? Why would give us this uh, why would God give us these open doors and yet not make them so crystal clear that it is from him? Di ba ako frustrated tulad nung sinabi ko kanina yung complaint ng mga uh, kalalakihan typically no bakit hindi nila sabihin ba hindi nila diretsuhin? And so maybe sometimes you feel that way. Ako, sometimes I feel that way. Pag gusto ko malaman ng kalooban ng Panginoon, bakit kaya hindi na lang sabihin sa akin ng diretsuhan? Bakit meron pang tinatawag na discernment process or testing? Why do we have to go through all that uh, all the trouble of discerning them and thus make possible mistakes along the way? Hindi niyo ba naitatanong yan? Bakit hindi nila parang sabihin, oh ito, open door, just go into it, no? Uh, in fact, yun siguro ang parang dinidesire ng iba sa atin. That God would just make Himself so clear na wala nang discernment na kailangan and we will just go in and, uh, you know, take advantage ng opportunity na yun. Well, there are three reasons I want to share with you today. And I believe na once maintindihan nyo ito, mas ma-appreciate nyo why God does not ika nga parang so clearly tell us na this is an open door from Him. O kaya, this is not an open door for Him. So once you, you understand the reasons why, then you can begin to just... Uh, cooperate with the process and learn na, uh, Lord, salamat, I know na this is for my own good, na gusto mo na malaman ko at madiscern ko uh, kung ang open door ba na ito ay nagmumula sa iyo. So let us pray and ask God 
to guide us and help us dito sa ating pag-uusapan. Let us pray. Lord, uh, purihin ka, Panginoon. Uh, thank you, Lord, for your grace. And uh, today, as we continue dito sa aming pinag-uusapang open doors, I pray na you would uh, help us to understand why is it na minsan, Panginoon, uh, we do not have clarity. Minsan, parang nakukonfuse kami kung ang isang bagay ba ay open door ba talaga o hindi. Lord, speak to us uh, through your word and help us to get clarity to sa mga bagay nito. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So why is it na minsan, o madalas, rather hindi lang minsan, but actually most of the time, na kapag mayroon dumarating na mga bagay-bagay sa buhay natin, ano, minsan din natin malaman agad open door ba to o hindi. At kung open door to, ito ba'y galing kay Lord o hindi galing kay Lord. No? And so, siguro yung frustration natin is bunga o dahil sa hindi natin nakuunawaan itong mga dahilan nito. So, ano ba yung mga reasons? Well, first of all, God wants us to know and love Him willingly. This is the first reason. Now, siguro isipin nyo, well, you know, bakit hindi nilang si Lord na para maging talagang obvious and outright na sabihin niya sa atin kung ano yung gusto niyang malaman natin tukos sa Kanya, di ba? It's just like siguro kung i-imagine niyo na may na-meet kayong isang interesting person at gusto niyo na magkaroon kayo ng mas malalim na relationship sa kanya. So, ano sasabihin mo sa kanya? Bigyan mo nga ako ng biodata to, no? <laughs> together with some references para sigurado ako kung sino ka ba talaga. No, of course, that's not the way it works, di ba? If it's a relationship, merong development do, merong proseso of getting to know each other. And so, when we think about God, sometimes we imagine, uh, you know, God, why don't you just parang tell us, you know, kung ano yung mga bagay-bagay ito ko sa'yo para we would settle it once and for all. Well, God wants us to know and love Him willingly. I'd like to look at the story of Job. Alam niyo naman yung story ni Job, di ba? Uh, talagang napaka-saklap. Alam sa first part, di ba? Dami nangyari sa kanya, sa family niya. And all throughout the book, no, he's, he was asking, he was debating, Lord, bakit ba ganito? Bakit ba ganyan? Little did he know na, you know, at the end of that process, madidiscover niya na bagamat parang masaklap yung kanyang pinagdaanan. It was in fact an open door. An open door in terms of getting to know who God is. So, basahin natin muna sa Job chapter 1, verse 6 to 12. Ganito ang sabi. One day, the angels came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan also came with them. Now, you know, there are many questions dito as we read this passage and we're saying, bakit nandun si Satan and all of that, you know. Uh, well, uh, apparently, it was that period, you know, sa kung saan magkailan man yan, it was that period na nangyayari yan. Of course, simply the Bible says that Satan was thrown out of uh, heaven, you know. Pero at this point in time, you know, uh, it would appear na parang he still had access, you know, to the presence of God, no. Hindi natin alam kung kailan yun, no? bakit ganun. Verse 7, the Lord said to Satan, where have you come from? Uh, Satan answered the Lord, from roaming throughout the earth, going back and forth uh, on it. So, you know, siya ay paikot-ikot, nagahanap ng, ano, sabi nga ni Peter, you know, looking for someone to devour, okay? So, Satan, uh, as, an, as an angel, you know, was going about doing his uh, mischievous work, ikanga, on earth. And then sabi sa verse 8, Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? Can you imagine that? You know, para pinagmamalaki niya si Job. There is no one on earth like him. 
He is blameless and upright and a, ma a man who fears God and shuns evil. So yun na yata ang pinakamagandang description na pwede tanggapin ng isang tao. Talagang si Lord mismo kinokomment siya. And then sabi sa verse 9, Does Job fear God for nothing? Satan replied. And then verse 10 sabi niya, Have you not put a hedge around him uh, and his household and everything he has? You have blessed the work of his hands so that his flocks and herds are spread throughout the land. But now stretch out your hand and strike everything he has and he will surely curse you to your face. Notice mo yung sinasabi ni Satan dito. Uh, si, si Job ba na pinagmamalaki mo kaya ba siya ganyan? Dahil ano, basta wala lang. No? Hindi, sabi ni, ni Satan. No? Kaya siya ganyan because binibless mo siya. Eh. You put a hedge around his life. No? Ika nga, meron siyang mga natatanggap o napapala sa kanyang relationship sa iyo. That's why he's like that. That's why he's righteous you know, and devout. No? Pero sabi ni Satan, pero stretch mo yung hand mo. And here you'll see no, na he's actually uh, asking ika nga yung, that God would do something. No? Sabi niya, stretch out your hand and strike everything he has. And he will surely curse uh, you to your face. So, ito yung nangyayari, hindi alam ni Job ito. This is happening, you know, doon sa heavenly realms, ano? At hindi, hindi private o hindi informed si Job tungkol sa mga bagay na ganito. Verse 12, The Lord said to Satan, Very well then, uh, everything he has is in your power. But on the man himself, do not lay a finger. Now, notice Job, it is not God who's going to hurt Job, but rather, binibigyan niya ng permission. No? Si Satan. Now, you know, of course, may mga questions tayo, Lord, bakit mo i-allow yun? Bakit mo pinipermit ang mga bagay-bagay? That's an age-old question, you know, na matagal lang pinagdidebatihan ng mga theologians. Why is it that God would permit something na hindi maganda, no, upon people? And of course, wala tayong, you know, there's no time and space right now para discuss natin lahat ng theology niya. But one thing is uh, sure, God is good and whatever He allows or He permits, it must be for the good. And so, siyempre, hindi agad natin makikita yon at first. Just like, pag pumunta tayo sa doktor, you know, o dali natin na kamag-anak natin sa doktor, at yung doktor would do something sa kanya that might hurt him at first. Pero, you know, siguro isipin natin, o isipin ng pasyente, parang, ba't mo inaalaw na mangyari sa akin to? Of course, in hindsight, later on, pag binalikan na natin yung mga pangyayari, and especially pag gumaling na yung tao, then we realize na it was for good. Now, I'm, you know, I'm sure there are a lot of other questions sa inyong puso at isipan. Pero, let's just go on to the story. Sabi, very well then, everything he has is in your power. But on the man himself, do not lay a finger. Then Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. And surely, yun nga yung ginawa niya. No? He started, uh, you know, this, uh, uh, ika nga, mga series of events sa buhay ni Job, you know, involving sa kanyang buong pamilya, lahat ng mga anak niya na matay, etc. Yung kanyang business, nag-collapse and everything. It was a major, major disaster sa buhay ni Job. And yet, hindi nag-succeed si, si Satan no? sa buhay ni Job. You know, hindi, hindi, hindi na pamayag si, uh, you know, si Job na magkaroon siya na sama ng loob kay God. Instead, you know, sabi ni Job, you know, what the Lord has given, He, he takes away. So, kumbaga, okay lang kay Job. Now, sa so chapter 2, verses 1 to 6, we see uh, something na parang all, almost the same, almost similar tong incident na to, parang repetition lang. Which means that the author of Job wants us to really understand, you know, itong parang relentless uh, effort ni Satan to destroy Job. Sabi sa verse 1, On another day, the angels came to present themselves before the Lord, 
And Satan also came with them to present himself before the Lord or before him. Okay. And the Lord said to Satan, notice yo, ulit na naman, where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord, from roaming throughout the earth, going back and forth on it. No, parang replay ito. Ah. And then sa verse 3, Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. No? At ito, dinagdag ni Lord. And he still maintains his integrity, though you incited me against him to ruin him without any reason. And so, in other words, si, si Lord ngayon is kumbaga, replying no, doon sa tinangka o ginawa ni Satan na gawin, thinking that si Job would fall into that trap. Pero nandun yung integrity ni Job. In other words, yung soul niya remains intact even though yung circumstances ng buhay niya ay napapariwara. No? So, pinagmamalaki pa rin siya ng Panginoon. No? He still maintains his integrity. Though you incited me against him to ruin him without any reason. Okay, so he, all of these things are happening without Job's uh, knowledge. Hindi alam ni Job ito. Now, sabi sa verse 4, Skin for skin, Satan replied, A man will give all he has for his own life, but now stretch out your hand and strike his flesh and bones, and he will surely curse you to your face. The Lord said to Satan, Very well then, he is in your hands, but you must spare his life. Now, I'm sure but when you're reading a passage like this, parang sa katerbang mga tanong na sa isipan mo. No? But just looking at it, you know, uh, as it is, itong sinasa nakalagay dito, si Satan was, was parang trying to uh, suggest na kaya si Job ay nananatiling merong integrity was because kasi, well, you know, yung life pa naman niya, hindi pa naman talaga naapektuhan. In other words, himself, you know. And so, sabi ni Satan kay, Lord, kay, kay God, you know, just stretch out your hand and strike his flesh and bones and he will surely curse you to your face. Kapag tayo na mismo, parang kumbaga, pag ikaw na mismo, nagkaroon talaga ng, ano, ng uh, problema, that's when you are really tested in your faith. Uh, ako, recently, I've had uh, physical problems, you know. Uh, Unang-una na dyan, yung parang suspected uh, diabetes. Not yet confirmed, pero uh, sabi ng doktor ko, parang let's see, bilagawa tayo ng test. And so that's, that gives me some uh, anxious thoughts kasi iniisip ko, next week I will be going through that blood, special blood test and uh, I'm praying na hindi maging uh, uh, ikaw nga pangit na resulta. Instead, maging positibo yung resulta na I'm okay, especially yung aking uh, <coughs> blood sugar levels. Uh, but then yesterday, nagkaroon ako ng flare-up, you know, sa aking buong katawan and uh, even kanina umaga, pagising ko, narandaman ko yung parang some kind of allergy na nangangati yung buong katawan ko. And that's the time that you begin to feel uh, anxiety, di ba? When ikaw na mismo yung nakakaranas. Now, of course, that's minor, you know, compared sa experience ni Job, you know. Dahil yung experience ni Job, malupit, eh, di ba? Now, anyway, sabi ni, ni Lord, you know, kay Satan, you know, very well then, uh, he is in your hands. Again, si Satan ang gagawa ng mga masasaklap na pangyayari sa buhay ni Job. No? But you must spare his life. So, walang access si Satan sa life mismo ni Job. Pero God was permitting or allowing no, that he would be able to bring some kind of uh, suffering mismo sa personal being ni Job. And that's exactly what happened. Nag-suffer si Job. Now, Fast forward tayo sa Job 42, verse 1 to 6. So maraming proseso yun, maraming argumento with his friends and all of that. Then sabi sa verse 1 ng chapter 42, Then Job replied to the Lord, 
I know you can do all things. No purpose of yours can be thwarted. So aware siya, aware siya sa the fact that God is sovereign. And then verse 3, you ask, who is this that obscures my plans without knowledge? Kasi kinu-question niya na si Lord eh. Parang sinasabi niya, Lord, why would you allow this? Diba typical naman yan sa atin? Lord, nagbabait naman ako, nagsuserve naman ako sa iyo. Why do you allow these things to happen in my life? And then sabi niya, Surely I spoke of things I did not understand. Things too wonderful for me to know. Sa madaling salita, Job finally realized, no? Bagamat may nangyayari sa buhay niya na he cannot fully explain. Remember, tayo yung nagbabasa ng Job and we know what happened, you know? Doon sa heavenly realms, there was this parang, you know, conversation na nangyari between the Lord and Satan, you know, and all of that, of which marami tayong tanong, and I cannot answer all of them right now. Pero sabi sa verse 4, you said, listen now, and I will speak, and I will question you, and you shall uh, answer me. So, God was confronting Job dahil parang ina-accuse niya si Lord na, unfair ka Lord, unfair, kasi lahat ginagawa ko para sa iyo, pero look at what you've done to my life. First, sa mga anak ko, now, now sa akin mismo. And then in verse 5, sabi niya, My ears had heard of you, but now my eyes have seen you. Now, paano nangyari yun? In other words, as, we, as he went through that experience and as he received God's uh, you know, revelation about the sovereignty of the Lord and all of that, finally, na-open yung kanyang eyes. Sabi niya, therefore, I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. In other words, as a result of that experience, he came to know the Lord fully. And he came to that point na hindi lang niya mahal si Lord dahil may mga blessings siya. He came to know the Lord na parang... I trust you, Lord, even if ako mismo, you know, mawala sa mundong ito. He has learned to embrace, you know, who God is. And it was a difficult process. Sa madaling salita, when we ask ourselves, Lord, bakit minsan may mga nangyari sa buhay ko and hindi ko maunawaan? Now, si St. John of the Cross calls these events sa buhay natin, dark nights. At hindi dahil masama, but rather obscure, hindi natin maunawaan. Sometimes these these dark nights can be quite prolonged, you know. Misa di natin maunawa. Why is it na nahihirapan tayo to experience God in our lives? Parang dry tayo and all of that. And God doesn't seem to tell us why, you know. Ito yung mga obscure times. And marami mga pagkakataon na. And I told you last week na ang, uh, ang, ang, ano, ang open doors is not necessarily parang maganda. Sometimes it comes to us disguised as a suffering or a difficulty or whatever na dumarating sa buhay natin. Hindi yung parang, oh, magandang opportunity, kikita ka ng malaki. Sometimes ganun din yun. But sometimes it comes, the open door comes to us in terms of difficulty or challenge no? or, or suffering. No? It is an open door because actually once we discern it is from the Lord and we enter into it by faith, we realize na God is giving us an opportunity no, to know Him better and to love Him willingly, not because may blessings tayong tinatanggap. So sa madaling salita, when, when you are going through things in your life and parang hindi mo nauunawaan, and you're asking God, and you're saying, Lord, nasaan ka ba? Bakit ganito? Bakit ganyan? Know this, you know, that God wants you, ika nga, God desires to share Himself, His life with you, pero He does not you know, overwhelm you with His presence. You know, He wants you to develop yung relationship mo sa Kanya over time. He wants you to trust Him. Hindi lang dahil may mga blessings ka tinatanggap. Hindi lang dahil maganda yung nangyayari sa buhay mo. 
But in spite of uh, you know everything, kahit na minsan nag-go-through ka ng mga trials and testings and some of them medyo obscure, hindi mo nakuunawaan ano ba ang dahilan ito. You can trust God that He is actually after your own good, that He wants you to love Him, to trust Him completely with or without yung mga blessings na parang ina-expect mo sa buhay mo. Now, I don't know where you are right now, no? sa buhay mo. But sometimes, you know, the open doors that come into our lives are not in the form of parang blessings. Sometimes they come into our lives in the form of trials and testings. But they are still open doors. Open doors in a way na parang God wants us to experience Him more fully and to understand His ways at makilala natin siya na mas lubusan. Again, the point dito is to discern, to test. Why is it that God doesn't simply just say outright, Oh, ito ah, this is an open door from me. Huwag mong reject ito. Well, because He wants you to seek Him and to know Him and to, to love Him, no? to respond to Him in faith out of your own willingness at hindi dahil parang no choice ka na. You know? Sometimes iniisip ko, Lord, why don't you just parang overwhelm people with your presence parang no choice na sila. Until I realized, now, this is not how God created man and it is not to His glory na mga tao will be forced to love Him and worship Him from their hearts. Rather, He would work slowly and, you know, in a way that is under the radar ikanga because He wants us to know Him and to love Him out of our own integrity of heart. So, yun yun ang unang dahilan. God wants, to, wants us to know and love Him willingly. Now, the second reason is this. God wants us to grow toward spiritual maturity. Now, it is true now we are children of God. And I'm sure bawat isa sa atin would claim this and would believe this. And tama naman yun. We are children of God through faith in Christ Jesus our Lord. Pero wag natin ma-misunderstand yun uh, to mean na uh, porket children of God tayo. That we are to remain childish all throughout our lives. Unfortunately, yun ang minsan iniisip ng mga tao. Parang they expect God to treat them like little children. Uh, tingnan natin ang ilang verses sa Bible para we can better understand this. Sa Ephesians chapter 4, verses 14 to 16, sabi again, Then we will no longer be infants, no, tossed back and forth by the waves, and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. Yung hindi tayo nadadala na kung ano nung mga bagay-bagay, sabi ni Paul. Verse 15, Instead, speaking the truth uh, in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of Him who is the head that is Christ. Now, notice yun, na corporate yung sinasabi ni Paul. We are together to become mature, no? the mature body of Him. So therefore, ang kalooban ng Panginoon sa atin is that we may become mature no, in our relationship with God. Not para mga children na kailangan i-assure mo palagi o lapat lagi ka nandiyan, binabantayan mo sila. Well, you know the experience, di ba? Ang mga bata, pag medyo naiwan ng konte o parang hindi na ibigay yung gusto nila, iiyak na yan. Magwawala na sila, di ba? And tayo mismo, like little children, misal we, we complain a lot, pag may nangyayaring hindi maganda sa buhay natin, or we ask God, nasan ka ba? Nag-pray ako, hindi naman ako nakaranas ng kahit anong supernatural na presence of God. You know, nag-pray ako, hindi ko naman nararanasan yung parang kinikilabutan ako. Why is it like that? And so we complain, we complain, we complain. No? 
And little did we do we understand na the Lord is developing us towards spiritual maturity. Now again, sabi ko sa inyo, ang open doors doesn't always come to us in a form of parang napakagandang blessing. Yung parang may trabaho yung offer sa'yo na mas malaki yung kikitahin mo or may promotion or you know, mag-a-abroad ka. Such things do happen and they may seem like parang open doors. Again, you need to test it, right? Hindi lahat ng magandang bagay is from the Lord. In the same way, hindi lahat ng negative na bagay is from the evil one. Some of the negative things that come into our lives, God permits them to happen because they are open doors for us to know the Lord. And so in the same way, you know, tayo sa buhay natin, sometimes there are things that happen in our lives na minsan feeling natin, Lord, bakit ganyan? For example, again, referring back to St. John of the Cross na nag-coin ng term na dark nights. Meron siya tinatawag na dark night of the senses. Kung saan, parang Dati-dati, nung ikaw ay bata pa sa Panginoon, lagi mo nararanasan yung presence of God. Pag nagpe-pray ka, na-feel mo na andyan lang siya, naiiyak ka, you know, when, when you call upon the Lord, yung answer sa prayers mo, parang immediate and miraculous. Pero as you grow older in the Lord, in your faith, minsan nagtataka ka bakit nawawala yung mga dating karanasan mo. And you're wondering, Lord, nasaan na yung dati kong karanasan? Dati pa nag-worship ako sa'yo, naiiyak ako palagi. Ngayon parang dry yung worship ko. Or when I pray, dati nararandaman ko agad yung presence mo. But nowadays, pa nagpe-pray ako, di ko alam ko hanggang kisami lang ba yung prayer ko or what. These are the kinds of experiences na tinatawag ni St. John of the Cross na dark night of the senses. Because it involves our feelings and our experiences. And we're wondering bakit ganito nangyayari. But actually, if we discern and we try to test kung ano ba yung nangyayari, we will discover that God is ikang maturing us in the faith, teaching us to go beyond childish ways. Again, here's uh, verse 16. From Him, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. So yung mga proseso nangyayari is for the purpose of maturing us so that we can be people of love, so that we can serve others. Alam nyo, makapansin mo, mga childish people, all, the, all they're thinking about is themselves. Diba? Ano ang para sa akin, Lord? Diba? Uh, ano ang gusto mong gawin sa akin blessing? So, when you ask people na still childish in their ways, ano gusto mong ipag-pray natin? Usually, well, you know, ganito, sana pagpalain ako ni Lord, sana umasensyo yung karir ko, sana uh, makuha ko na yung bonus ko. You know, you'll never hear them say, Sana makapag-minister ako sa mga tao. Sana matulong ako yung mga tao mag-grow in faith. Sana gamitin ako ni Lord more and more sa opisina. No, you don't hear them say those things because they are still not yet mature. And so, sometimes God allows certain things to happen in our lives to chisel us, to form yung karakter natin so that we may become mature. That is, other-centered rather than self-centered. In Hebrews chapter 5, verses 11 to 14, sabi, You have much to say about this, but it is hard to make it clear to you because you no longer try to understand. You no longer try to understand. If you go back nung uh, time na ikaw ay bagong mananampalataya, you know, very open ka. Talagang gusto-gusto mo matuto sa Panginoon. But after a while, you know, pag lumipas yung panahon, nawawala na yung curiosity mo, yung desire mo to understand the things of God. Parang tinitake for granted mo na yung mga bagay-bagay na may kinalaman kay Lord. Now, sabi ng author ng Hebrews, 
So verse 12, in fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Now, sa akin, itong nakaraang pandemic, you know, uh, one of the things that God really uh, made me realize, na lahat ng mga turo ko, lahat ng mga teachings ko and everything, not all of them actually, uh, you know, accomplished what I was hoping. I was hoping na ma-accomplish and that is the you know the maturity of the people of God's church. Instead what I saw was that a lot of people were exposed to my teaching but were not really para integrating you know yung mga sinasabi ko sa kanila through God's word into their lives in order for them to overcome yung mga trials and testings sa buhay. So they remain very immature and a lot, a lot of the people uh, still kailangan turuan mo pa ulit ang turuan, balikan mo ng balikan yung mga elementary truths sa kanila. Sometimes even going back to the gospel itself, you know, helping them to understand ito yung gospel, you know. Can you imagine a Christian na 10 years na, 20 years na sa Panginoon, and then you have to go back sa kanya and explain, ito kasi yung ibig sabihin ng gospel. Eh. Now why am I saying that? Because... In reality, if you understand the gospel and if you understand, you know, to really embrace it with all your heart, yung pandemic or whatever problem that there might be in your life, you will be able to face that and say, you know, you know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can overcome this by the grace of God. Instead, tumbalelong ng karamihan, no? tumba tayong lahat because of the circumstances ng buhay natin. Now, why is it that God sometimes allow things to happen in our lives? That, we, that He may give us an opportunity to grow. That He may give us a chance to, to, to step up in faith. Hindi tayo ini-spoon feed ni Lord. No? Oh, ito, ganito, ganyan, ganyan. No? Parang binibigyan tayo ng outline. There was one person telling me one, one time, sabi niya, Pastor, pwede ba bigyan mo na lang ako lahat ng mga outline ng teaching mo para i-reviewin ko na lahat. And I had to tell that person, sorry, hindi ganyan yan eh. You do not get a, a parang a manual and you're just parang going to read through that. God wants you to mature in the faith. Nakaramihan sa atin, you know, uh, may mga immaturities tayo, may mga false self-issues tayo. Parang iniisip natin na yung career o yung love life or something else would fill our hearts. Well, the Bible says na, you know, the Lord wants you to find all the needs of your soul met in Him alone through faith in Jesus. Pero He does not force you to do that. Instead, parang He gives you the opportunity to discover, you know, na kailangan mo siya over and above everything else. And that's why, yan yung dahilan, why we sometimes parang wonder and get confused and, and why is it na parang di, na alam, di natin alam ang gagawin natin. Because you see, the presence of God and the power of God and the purpose of God in our lives does not happen sa buhay natin by force. We have to seek Him in order to find Him. We have to desire His wisdom in order to gain it. Hindi niya ini-spoon feed sa yan. And that's why, let me tell you something. Some of you might you know, be surprised. If you don't want to have anything to do with God, God will allow you. God will permit you to not experience Him at all. This is one of the shocking things siguro na maririnig niyo sa akin. If you disregard God, God will not force Himself upon you. If you don't want to listen to His Word, the Lord will not parang come into your life and force you to receive His Word. Here's the truth na gusto ko maunawaan niyo. If you live your life as if God doesn't really matter, well, that's exactly what will happen in your life. God will not really matter. 
That's why the Lord allows yung mga experiences sa buhay natin to mature us, to develop us. No? Here's a, you know, verse 13. Anyone who lives on milk, being still an infant, is not acquainted with the teaching about righteousness. Kaya nga madaling ma-offend ang mga tao when you're trying to correct them. Because a person who is maturing in the Lord loves to be corrected. A person who is, kumbaga, childish sa kanyang faith, pag kinurek mo, na-offend. No? Because they don't want to grow in their relationship with God. They just want to remain happy. Okay? So, verse 14, sabi, But solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. Now, as we began itong sermon na to, I told you, why is it that the Lord sometimes hindi pa niya iklaro sa atin kung ano yung will niya, o bakit hindi pa niya liwanagin na open door ba to galing sa kanya or hindi? Why do we have to ikanga discern or test? So sabihin natin parang to guess. You know, ano ba, look kay Lord ba to? Hindi ba to kay Lord? Why go through all that trouble? You know, because God is training us. God is training you na magkaroon ka ng, ng maturity to know now, this is God's will. Now, this is not God's will. So, He allows you to experience it. And that's why, kahit na magkaroon ka ng pagkakamali in discerning the open doors in your life, it's not always dead. May purpose pa rin yan. Kasi pa nagkamali ka sa discernment mo, God wants you to go back and learn kung saan ka nagkaroon ng ikanga ng pagkakamali. No? Hindi wasted yun. That's why, ang mga magulang who knows what it means to train their children, Alam nila na kahit magkamali yung mga anak nila, you know, not everything is lost. May value yun. And so they sit down with their children and they ask them, oh, so ano nangyari? Anong tingin mo? Bakit nagkaganya? Bakit ka nagkamali? Bakit ka nasugata? Bakit ka nagfail? Because yung experience na yun, kahit negative, is still an open door. God wants you to mature in the Lord. Okay? So, pangatlo, God wants us to join Him in ministry. Okay? So, God wants us to know Him and to love Him willingly. Uh, God wants us to grow in spiritual maturity. And the last one is, God wants us to join Him in ministry. Gusto ng Panginoon na maging co-laborers tayo with Him. Hindi yung spectators lamang. Okay? So, Genesis chapter 18, verses 16 to 19. Uh, here's a passage uh, tukol doon sa bago na judge yung Sodom and Gomorrah. No? Just prior to that. Sabi ganito, verse 16, When the men got up to leave, they looked down toward Sodom, and Abraham walked along with them to see them on their way. Nagapir yung mga angels, or yung men, ano? nagapir kay Abraham to announce that he will have a son, that he will have a child after so long of waiting, no? so long a time of waiting. Verse 17, Then the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham what I am about to do? No, para kinakausap ni Lord Jesus sarili niya. Abraham will surely become a great and powerful nation, and all nations on earth will be blessed through him. No? And so verse 19, for I've chosen him so that he will direct his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just, so that the Lord will bring about for Abraham what he has promised him. This is an amazing passage. Kumbaga, imbis, imbis na parang gagawin na lang ni Lord kung ano gusto niyang gawin, sabi niya ganito, even talking to himself, kailangan isama ko si Abraham dito. Kailangan maging involved siya dito sa mangyayari. That's why itong passage ito is so interesting kasi nung nireveal na ni Lord yung gagawin niya sa Sodom and Gomorrah, si Abraham started haggling with God. You know? Sabi niya, Lord, paano kung meron na tao mga righteous na ganito karami? Hindi, pababa, pababa yung number niya. 
And each time the Lord was saying to to Abraham na, well, I will not judge you the more kung meron ganito karaming tao, kung meron ganyang karaming tao, kung meron ganyang karaming tao. So each time the Lord was parang assuring Abraham uh, that God is not a God of injustice, that God is a God of justice and fairness. You know, why? Because he wants Abraham to know God, to grow in spiritual maturity, and to be part of what he wants to accomplish in the world. No? God wants us to join him in ministry. No? Again, in John 15, verse 5 to 8, Sabi, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear uh, much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. You know, and then he gives a warning. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. Hindi ibig sabihin pupunta ka sa impyerno. Ibig sabihin niya na parang your life will basically become useless. Yung knowledge mo of God will be of no consequence. Imagine mo, tinanggap ka ng Panginoon, dinala ka niya sa kanyang pamilya, binigyan ka ng Holy Spirit, no? And that gives you, a, that puts you in a position that you can actually represent God in the world. But why, what do most believers do with their lives? They spend all their time and energy trying to find the, the, you know, the optimum experience and how they can enjoy life and so forth, you know? Kasi pagod na sila sa work, so kailangan nila ng konting pahinga and so forth. And so, in the, mean, in the meantime, time is moving forward and a lot of opportunities is being missed because you as a follower of Christ don't see or don't understand. God wants you to join Him in ministry, in what He wants to accomplish dun sa opisina mo, in the world, in your family, in your barangay. God wants you to be His representative, but you miss it totally. So, why is it that God is giving you experiences na, or open doors? Because He's giving you an opportunity. Come take part. Join me in what I'm doing in the world. Don't just parang live for yourself, you know? And then sabi dito si John 15 verse 7, If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Gusto ng Panginoon na yung prayer life mo is not just about yourself. Your prayer life mo is not about parang, Lord, give me, give me, give me, give me. No, kailangan ko to, kailangan ko ng blessing, kailangan ko ng bonus, kailangan ko ng, Lord, sana mangyari to, mangyari yan, kasi I want to be happy. The Lord wants you to go beyond yung childish mindset na yon to become a mature child of God who would represent Him in the world. And sabi ni Lord, ask what you wish. In that context, kaya sabi sa verse 8, This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Brothers and sisters, you are listening to me right now for a reason. Okay? Uh, in fact, bawat, ano, bawat place of grace, you know, whether daily devotional yan, online service, on-site service, kahit ano yan, small group, gathering, binibigyan ka ng Panginoon ng opportunity to be part of what He is doing in the world. Please don't misunderstand. Pag sinabi natin open doors, I don't mean to say lang na parang yung magaganda na parang, uy, mapopromote ka, or, uy, ganito, ganyan, maganda. No, hindi lang yung ganong mga bagay. I want you to understand open doors as opportunities coming from God for you to enter into His presence, His power, and purpose. But He wants you to discern it because He wants you to know Him and love Him willingly. He wants you to become a more mature believer or follower of Christ, make able to be distinguished between good and evil, and then able to step into 
the kind of uh, opportunities that God wants to give you. Kaya nga minsan, pag sinabi sa akin ng isang tao, Pastor, ang hirap nung ano eh, nang mag, sa life group, ganyan-ganyan eh, challenging eh. Well, you know, that's an open door. Bakit ka binibigyan ng challenges sa small group? Because He wants you to enter into it and experience the grace of God so that you can see God's work happening in your life. No? And then in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 11 to 12, With this in mind, we constantly pray for you, that our God may make you worthy of His calling, and that by His power He may bring to fruition, okay, your every desire for goodness and your every deed prompted by faith. God wants you to use your faith. He does not give you, he does not, I mean, He does not spoon feed to you yung mga bagay-bagay. He wants you to discern. He wants you to figure out. He wants you to go through a time of prayer to ask God. He wants you to seek the Lord. Yes, He will guide you, but He will never tell you what to do outright. This is the reason bakit confused tayo minsan. This is the reason why parang, uh, you know, nag-wonder tayo, will ba ni Lord ito? Will ba ni Lord yan? You know, or maybe iniisip natin, Lord, sa iyo ba ito? Sa iyo ba ito? And, and we are asking those things because God is really parang allowing us to go and experience yung greater love ni Lord sa buhay natin. He wants us to mature. He wants us to be part of what He's doing in the world. God is doing this and not spoon-feeding you. And that's why misa iniisip mo, bakit ganito ang nature ng open doors? Why is it that God doesn't just tell me, okay, this is an open door from me? Why do I have to discern it? Why do I have to test it? Why do I have to figure it out? Why do I have to pray for several weeks trying to figure out if this is from the Lord or not? Because God wants you to know Him and love Him willingly. Because He wants you to grow into spiritual maturity. And because He wants you to join Him in ministry. Sabi ni, ni Paul sa verse 12, ng 2 Thessalonians chapter 1. We pray this so that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you and you in Him according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, it is for your good and for the glory of God na yung mga open doors are the kind of things na hindi agad parang explicit or parang obvious but rather you have to discern them and pray for them. Discernment of open doors is the bridge from faith to fruit. Again, let me say that. Discernment of open doors is the bridge from faith to fruit. Gusto ng Panginoon na magkaroon ka ng faith, pero gusto niya na magkaroon ng fruit yung faith mo. Okay? In other words, faith without works is dead. Discernment is the key to action. Kaya ka pinapaintulutan ng Panginoon mag-go through sa mga experiences o mga situations na parang hindi mo alam exactly kung ito ba will ni Lord o hindi because He wants you to step into that by faith. He wants you to grow. Kaya nga yung ating project open door, so pag-iisipin mo parang, Lord, paano ba ito? Napakalaki nito, 7.3 million pesos. How, how in the world, you know, magagawa natin ito? So, it may appear at first na parang isang malaking obstacle. But when we discern and we test, we realize this is an open door from God. Because when this finally is accomplished by the grace of God, we would look back and say, truly, Lord, you know, we have come to know you more. We have come to love you more because we see your hand upon our lives. 
we grow in spiritual maturity kasi we have to trust God sa giving natin, sa finances natin. We have to trust God and offer ourselves to the Lord and, and, and maybe even make a pledge, you know, because we are just trusting God that He will use us. And again, yes, ito yung nice ng Panginoon. For you to join in the process of accomplishing His will. Na kung isipin mo, pwede ba ibigay ni Lord sa atin yung lupa na yan? Of course. You know, God can just speak and, and that land, piece of land is ours na. Wala na ka-effort-effort. But we will not grow. We will not become mature children of God. We will remain immature in our faith. We will not grow to the level of trusting God sa mga finances natin. Brothers and sisters, very important ito. Don't grab every open door. Discern or test it together with others. And yes, ganun talaga ang nature ng open door. It has to be tested. It does not come to us ng obvious na talaga open door na from the Lord. Yes, we will make mistakes. Sometimes, you know, magkakamali tayo ng discernment. And don't worry about that. Nothing is lost. Kasi even in your mistakes, if you're willing to examine them in the presence of God, you will learn a lot. You will understand uh, kung paano ka na-deceive ng kaaway. You will understand paano sa ka nagkamali. All of that is for the purpose of maturing us in the Lord. I pray that in Jesus' name, no, maintindihan natin, discernment of open doors is the bridge from faith to fruit. Let us all bow our heads right now. If you're listening, please unawain niyo itong sinasabi ko. Open doors are not necessarily parang positive and wonderful and whatever. Sometimes it comes to us in a negative uh, form. Sometimes open doors come to us disguised as challenges, as trials, as obstacles in our faith. Pero if you would discern it, and God wants you to discern it, and enter into it, your faith would grow. And you would know and love God more fully. You would grow towards spiritual maturity. And you will join God in ministry. Discernment of open doors is the bridge from faith to fruit. Father, I pray for all of us right now who are listening. I pray for each and every one. Especially those who are parang getting frustrated kasi hindi nila ma-discern kung yung nasa harapan nila is an open door from God or not. Father, may you guide each person. It may be a process. There may be mistakes. There will be probably a difficulty trying to pray, trying to listen to God. Pero Lord, all of that is for our good. So I pray, Lord, Sa bawat isa ngayon na nakikinig sa mensahe na ito, give them perseverance when they ask for wisdom from you. Tulungan mo sila. And Lord, in the same manner, remind us, Lord God, of people in our lives who are also going through that kind of difficulty and wondering why hindi nila ma-identify agad kung isang bagay ba open door from God or not. Lord, use us to encourage them and to share with them ito natutunan namin. Lord, salamat po. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.
Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and edified to continue following the Lord and growing in your faith together with others. If this content helped you, consider sharing it with others. Also, if you would like to support this ministry, please visit solo.to slash rlccphil. That's solo.to slash rlccphil. See you again.